Welcome to the Bookkeepers Hub podcast, a broadcast for those who are in the business of bookkeeping and for small to medium enterprise owners. I'm your host, Morris Kaplan. The Bookkeepers Hub is Australia's most comprehensive resource servicing bookkeepers and allied accounting professionals and their business clients. It is stacked with free resources for the benefit of its members. Podcasts like this influence the series where you can listen to industry and business leaders from across Australia each of whom can help you in your career and business. As well, we have articles, special reports and forums. You can find us at www.bookkeepershub.com.au or join us on Facebook or LinkedIn. My guest today is Melanie Power, Head of Bookkeeping for Zero. Melanie, hello, how are you today? I'm well, thank you, Morris. Thank you so much for having me today. Well, it's uh, it's my pleasure and I, and I think a lot of our, lis- our listeners will be very interested in what we have to say. So um, for our listeners, Melanie, just tell us about your own journey um, to where you are now as Head of Bookkeeping for Zero Australia. Uh, that's an interesting one, Morris, and I always like to start this story off from that I started my journey uh, in bookkeeping as trainee tax accountant driving around in a little yellow van that I fondly <laughs> dubbed the mystery machine, um, doing mobile tax returns, uh, which my boss at that time was paying me $15 for every one that I did. <laughs> so <laughs> I was working some, some, some pretty long hours um, in doing that. And interestingly enough, I discovered very quickly that I wasn't highly interested in tax. It just wasn't that exciting for me. So on that journey, I found more often than not that a lot of the individual tax returns that I were doing, usually one of the partners were in small business. So I found myself sorting through the old shoebox full of receipts. And really, I was that was the birth of being a bookkeeper. So at that point in time, I realised I had something of value that I could bring to the mums and dads that I, you know, that were in small business uh, mm. in Australia. Mm. And that's been probably a passion and driven uh, my whole entire uh, bookkeeping journey uh, from that point. So in a, in a sense, you're kind of a case study for somebody going from you know, the basic bookkeeping role to, of course, now being a very uh, senior executive, but also being entrepreneurial in your own business activities, which kind of um, challenges the position that bookkeepers are are very kind of conservative and nose to the grindstone, doesn't it? it? It does challenge that kind of stereotype. Oh, absolutely. And and I think as um, the term bookkeepers or bookkeeper does stereotype um, when, when, you know, when we call ourselves that. And I, I like to think of it as that bookkeeping is a skill that I have. And I would call myself uh, a business person having had, you know, quite a few different small businesses uh, apart from a bookkeeping business. And I, I think that it's important when we go into business for ourselves that we do wear that, that business hat and we look at the technical side of what we're doing as, as a skill. And I think that often, um, more often than not, especially with, with the female demographic in the very early days of bookkeeping, I know this was my case, that I used that skill to develop a job that fitted in around my family life. And I know that there's lots and lots of 
um, others uh, in the profession that have had a very similar experience. But as time grew on, I actually started to realise that I could create quite a profitable and successful business based around providing that skill uh, and and offering as a service to small business customers. Mm, yes, very interesting, isn't it? And, um, you know, uh, just uh, stepping back from, uh, from your own experience there, um, you're, um, you're, you're playing a very uh, important role in uh, the work of Zero Australia, and um, many, uh, many know your name and will, will uh, appreciate what you're doing. But that also presents challenges, doesn't it? The, the way Zero Australia has been the agent of change to so much in terms of um, automation and the, uh, the whole processing side of data entry. Does that scare a number of bookkeepers, do you think? Do you think uh, um, there's a challenge that is still present in the minds and uh, actual practices of uh, you know, the, the, the typical bookkeeper, whatever that typical means? Look, I think there is a certain amount of, of I would call it fear, mm -hmm. and I can remember uh, feeling that way myself as well when I first discovered cloud accounting in 2012. I'd always traditionally run a desktop-based mm -hmm. uh, practice where yep. we were traditionally sending out staff members, including myself, on site to work with clients. All of a sudden, we there was a shift where we didn't have to provide that service on site anymore. Mm -hmm. And then with extra tools, uh, with add-ons, for example, like Receipt Bank and uh, Shoeboxed, and the, the obvious uh, inception of zero files where you can send information directly into the software, that all of a sudden the need for data entry just wasn't there. So essentially what's happening is that as bookkeepers, because of these new tools that are available to us, we have to start to think about our business and how we can change our business to cater for those new tools and give the clients the service and the uh, solution that they're also expecting. Mm -hmm. One of the benefits of that is, is that when we reduce the amount of time that it takes to essentially do that data entry, all of a sudden we have a new block of time that becomes available to us. So the question is, as bookkeepers, what do we want to do with that extra block of time? And it's entirely up to the individual to decide how and when and why they want to use that time. And, and of course, that, uh, that as we spoke off air, that, that can well appeal to the more entrepreneurial um, bookkeeper who, who may well see it as an opportunity to perhaps, you know, as we've talked about, build a business around that or even offer deeper services. And this goes back to the quote that I made uh, when, we, uh, uh, when we introduced you, and that turning data into insights um, is what you said. Turning data into insights and then into action is something that was at the fingertips of every bookkeeper. Uh, it was previously only possible if you were a large organisation. Now it's at the fingertips of every bookkeeper and small business owner. That's your quote. And uh, so... And it is... Go on. 
sorry, you're Go backing on. up a bit there. Yep. Uh, it, it is like that, and I think that that statement's important to any bookkeeper, no matter whether you're a sole trader or whether you're a large business. And I think as, as a bookkeeper on that is operating on their own, I think it's even more important that we be as efficient as possible and use all of the tools available because time management is even more important. If we can get our um, basic duties um, together and sorted and done very, very quickly, then ultimately we, we're going to benefit from that time saving. Then we have the opportunity to go back to our clients that we have that strong relationship with to be able to provide more value services mm. on that data than, than what we would have been able to previously. Before it was a bookkeeper's job was to actually enter all of that data, collate it, then make it available to the accountant. Because of the change in industry, we're seeing now that we've got a lot of skilled bookkeepers that are actually able to step up, um, utilising their existing skill, but because we've got the availability of that information now, we can work even more closely with our clients and, and uh, our accountants and be a more powerful team. Yes, that's very interesting and certainly interesting challenging times. And um, we, we do know, for example, that uh, there's a number of, uh, apart from what... Um, is happening in the accounting software space, which is part of this process of, of you know, making data, um, uh, you know, uh, being able to um, produce custom reports in real time, etc. There's also a kind of, well, I call it a threat, but in the traditional business school uh, language, there's threats around for the industry. Um, one being um, even big four accounting um, firms are, Start to bring bookkeeping in house because of the very um, the very fact that this automation enables them to be competitive on price, um, and of course there's a lot of offshoring taking taking place, which can be uh, can be troublesome for a lot of people when when they hear that their accounting partners might be sending stuff off to the Philippines or Vietnam. Um, I mean, these uh, do we see these as threats or opportunities? I think, I think you need to look at them as opportunities and it is in absolute no doubt that our, that our industry is changing. I think as business owners, we need to look closely at, at our own business model and start to ascertain why we're doing what we're doing. What is it that we want to do with this business? Do we want to grow it and scale it? If so, then we're going to use all those options like offshoring um, and all those automating uh, tools to grow and scale. Or if we're going to remain as a small boutique firm where we might even want to just be a sole trader still with some help occasionally, do we want to have a really, really personalised service where we could still use those tools if we wanted to, but we don't necessarily have to? So I get guess it gets back to, A, what do we want to do in our business? But most importantly, it's about the client relationship. And I think if you look right over history with the way small business people or even as, as individuals, we deal with professionals in our lives, such as doctors, lawyers, uh, surgeons, uh, accountants, um, bookkeepers, yes, we are professionals, that there is an absolute level of trust there. So I think as a practitioner, it's up to us to really work hard at the relationship and educate our clients on the fact that we bring uh, value and we also bring that really most important trust. 
Yes, it's good, uh, good words. So, so finally, just on that, uh, on that kind of note, I think one of the, uh, you know, I'm, I'm coming uh, to the industry as um, uh, agnostic. You know, I've had um, business experience, but I'm not a bookkeeper, uh, but I come from a finance background. And I actually came from a, a strong advisory role. And I know there's always this uh, level of, uh, what, what should I call it, without being too kind of um, pejorative, there's a kind of arrogance amongst advisors. And I think there's also a kind of shyness uh, amongst bookkeepers to see themselves as business advisors. Um, what do you say to that in terms of, well, what do... I mean, it's a mindset issue, but the perhaps there's also a, a bit of a, uh, a learning opportunity there to, to kind of take up the mantle of being a trusted advisor. Morris, you're going to not like me very much, but last question was really crackly. Oh, okay. I'm sure your podcast people can edit that out. Okay. Okay. I'm, wo I, I, I'm wondering what you think, what you think to tip our average um, bookkeeper, uh, how are they going to position themselves as a trusted advisor, as distinct from the bookkeeper? In other words, to take up the opportunity to, to be, uh, to do more deeper value-added um, uh, work. Um, that's a really, really good question, Morris, and I think it really starts with the engagement. I think from the very first time that a client engages with you, engages with you, and that's from when they look at your website, when they reach your listing on uh, a, a software um, directory, you know, for example, the Zero Advisor directory, where they have their first impression, their first dealing with you, that is where your client is going to have the first engagement and the first impression. Mm -hmm. It's up to us as advisors to use that first opportunity to show that we are professional, that we can be trusted and to educate the clients about what types of services that we will offer and how we can help them long term on their business journey. So that's the key thing and that is, I honestly believe, what will set apart one advisor from another. So the ones in the, in the profession, that they're out there that have spent the time and the effort on engaging really, really well with their clients will, will reap from that. And that doesn't mean you have to have a $30,000 website. It could simply mean that you could have a very simple page that has a simple photo and a really um, transparent and really engaging little blurb there about who you are and what you do and how you want to help people. I think that's about being real and transparent is really important in any relationship. Oh, and so great words, and uh, I, I totally agree with you. So, so Melanie, thank you very much. That's uh, terrific stuff, really powerful messages there for our listeners. I think um, you certainly stand in, um, in awe of a lot of uh, our, our um, audience here. I know that for sure. Um, and keep up the good work of Zero, uh, and um, look forward to um, having more engagements with you. Uh, so don't, just don't go away. I'll just sign off here, and I'll come straight back to you. <laughs>